G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As we do on a Wednesday, we like to address finance questions. Questions around money. Our talkback line open right now on 1-800-316-316 to uh, be able to get a perspective from finance expert Alex Cook, who is on the line with us. Hi, Alex. Welcome back to 2020. Hey Neil, great to be with you, even from lockdown. <laughs> yes. How are you? Whatever, whatever, whatever week we're up to, I've lost count. <laughs> this is the thing, isn't it? You lose count of the days. One day rolls into another. Before you know it, thirteen weeks have gone by, and uh, and you've got children too, and no doubt there's a homeschooling yes, thing going on. You've had to adjust everything there, Alex. Yeah, four kids uh, at home, so yeah, lots of fun and, and uh, <laughs> additional noise, shall we say, in our house. <laughs> okay, so there's a, there's a sign on the door of your office, no doubt, do not disturb dads on the radio right now. Uh, hey. A lock, a lock. <laughs> a lock on <laughs> a the lock. door. It's lock. soundproofing, no doubt, somehow. Absolutely. Hey, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into uh, a conversation around... Marriage and money. We've been talking about this these last couple of weeks, and uh, really, what a huge topic it is! It just it so is. happens that it's Marriage Week, and so we didn't plan this specially because. But it's just like we just like to talk about marriage lots of times. It's like Marriage Year every year, in some sense, <laughs> when you come around these types of things. But let me just uh, set this up for a moment. Um, communication in marriage. Uh, this yeah. is an important element because. There's all sorts of issues, you know, lots of people are sneaky with money and Mm. sometimes that can create a lack of trust. There's issues around control on money and some even complain that that's a bit like abuse and then spending priorities, if they don't all align, different sets of values. You like to talk about money and communication around this. Uh, Mm. What are your thoughts uh, in general around couples learning to communicate better around money issues? Yeah, look, it's it's a really important one to learn, and I think learning is the issue because I think our human nature is such that, um, you know, we all come to marriage with different backgrounds and different experiences and so forth. And so when you, you know, the two... all of a sudden, it can be a, re- a recipe for conflict, particularly around the topic of money. And, and so communicating about it is something that we, firstly, we need to do it. We can't avoid it. A lot of people actually avoid it altogether. You know, just, they just don't want to talk about it because they know it'll cause conflict. Um, but we need to learn how to communicate well with our spouse. Um, so I'd say there's some do's and don'ts, if you like. Um, but we also need to know how to deal with conflict when conflict arises, because that is also inevitable in marriage, not just about money, but about lots of topics. Um, so it's something uh, that needs to be learned and, and needs to be practiced. Um, and we've got to, you know, get advice and wisdom from others. And obviously, we want to share some of those, uh, you know, words of wisdom from the Bible this morning, um, but also just, you know, personal experiences that people have had that we can learn from each other so that we deal with each other, you know, the other 
play when it comes to the topic of money because the, the reality is we will all make mistakes with money. Uh, you know, I've been in finance for over 20 years and I, you know, I still make mistakes. My wife would say she's made mistakes. Yeah. You know, it's part of it. And so we need to learn to communicate about it, talk on it. Uh, and, and actually just don't avoid it. You've got to deal with it. So that way um, you can move forward and make good decisions. So yeah, some some challenges. You mentioned some do's and don'ts. Let's start mm. with some don'ts. Uh, what are the things you should avoid doing when you're communicating around your finance issues? Yeah, and so look, that your language is very, very important. How you speak to your spouse is is critical. So I think you need to use la- um, language that's very inclusive and avoid being, you know, the his and hers kind of mentality. Avoid the this is mine and this is yours kind of thing. Because from a biblical standpoint, really everything we have is God's anyway. So it should be when we're talking about money, we should be talking about in the context of this our money and that we're stewarding it for God, as opposed to a kind of his or her or mine and yours kind of approach. That kind of thing uh, really just causes divisiveness. Um, We need to be careful not to be judgmental or dismissive. Um, You know, don't judge something's happened. You've got to really try and understand why your spouse does what they do. You know, as I say, we all come to marriage with different experiences, different upbringings, often different values, sometimes, you know, different cultures that we've grown up in. Um, And so what Rather than dismissing that, we need to understand where the person's coming from and then look at and say, well, what journey do we need to go on here so that as a couple we end up doing it God's way rather than based on our on our historical past? So we've got to be careful, very slow to judge and also not be dismissive of our spouse and their viewpoint. We need to really, as I say, seek first to understand um, so that we can uh, you know, communicate with them lovingly and graciously. But the language you use is very, very critical you know saying things like you always do this or you never do that that kind of language where it's sort of inflammatory is not helpful so we need to try and avoid those kind of things and also avoid dredging up the past you do need to address real issues but you can't just keep dredging up the past you know something that happened 10 years ago you know that kind of thing is just going to cause harm uh, in your marriage and you won't get to the heart of the real issue and, and move on and move forward so there's a couple of things there and also when you are talking with your spouse try not to adopt this i must win at all costs i must get my view across i must have them understand my view you know this kind of win at all cost approach um is not going to work it's just going to cause harm uh, to the to the marriage relationship so yeah there's a couple of don'ts of things to kind of avoid and just be really cautious of in terms of the way we we treat our spouse well who would have thought alex cook that a finance planner Uh, would need to be an expert in conflict resolution because (laughs) this is one of those things, though. But, uh, you know, as a financial planner, no doubt, uh, over the many, many, many years you've been doing what you do and uh, you're the founder of Wealth With Purpose and you work with uh, Christian leaders and uh, these sorts of issues, who would have thought the idea that, uh, yes, well, if money is the foundation for a lot of the conflict we might face within marriage, that you might have mm. to be across some of these things. So so you obviously Absolutely. have helped people over the years uh, with what, what to do to just to improve some financial communication. 
Oh, absolutely. And I was going to say, as a financial planner, you're also a part-time counsellor, <laughs> <laughs> you know, especially these days. So with what's you know going on around our world. Yeah, but so certainly we do try and uh, help that, particularly in the ministry side of what we do, helping people to communicate better. But also, as you, as you say, deal with conflict better. Conflict, as I say, in marriage is inevitable across a whole range of issues. Um, and how we go about dealing with it is is absolutely critical. And so we have a, if you like, a simple process that we like to help couples to follow. That way you can deal with the issues in a, in a sort of a sensible, methodical, biblical type way. So, you know, the first principle when you, you, you're encountering the conflict is to actually identify what the problem is. You know, what, what is the issue here? Is it excessive spending, for example? That's a very common one. Or excessive debt that's causing enormous pressure in our family. Um, so identify the problem first and foremost. Then what we want to do is look at possible solutions. You know, are there things, do we need to, you know, how can we get out of debt? You know, do we need to sell something? Do we need to reduce our debt load so we're not under this burden and pressure that's putting on our on, on ourselves and our finances and our marriage? So list the possible solutions because, and it's important to have a few because the reality is we might not always be on the same page and we want to try and work towards getting on the same page. So once we've listed the possible solutions, we then need to say, well, okay, what's the financial impact of that? If we do X, what will be the financial consequence of that? If we do Y, what will be the consequence of it? And then we need to look at the spiritual implications of things. So for example, uh, things like debt, we, we tend to think of it just in financial terms, you know, you can have too much, too little, that kind of thing. But reality is there are spiritual drivers that may be causing us to get into debt, you know, and this is where you have to be really honest with yourself, you know, am I getting into debt because I want to keep up with the Joneses, you know, I want to buy a flashy car because I, because it'll, it'll make me feel better about myself or live in a kind of house or put my kids in a particular type of school because I'm trying to keep up. So they're all spiritual issues. So we need to understand the spiritual implications of our decisions as a couple, but in a way that's non-judgmental because, you know, we all come to marriage with our own flaws and our own, you know, our own mess that we bring into it, so to speak. So we work through the problems, we identify solutions, we talk through the consequences of these different paths, and then lastly, we try and find agreement to to those um, you know to those problems and, and come to a point where we agree together. Not, I'm not suggesting that this is necessarily easy. It's a journey we have to go on, and, and it'll take time depending on what the issue is as well. And we but all important to do it. We all react differently, don't we? Because uh, supposing you've got a financial conflict, and uh, as you say, maybe around debt uh, or excessive spending, well, some go silent, uh, and then one seems to uh, then steamroller over the other, or. Mm. Uh, you've got some couples, uh, they, neither of them are going silent, they're going into battle mode. So somehow <laughs> or other, you've yep. got to be able to settle things so that you can, I, I, what I pick up from what you're saying, identify the problem. When you mentioned debt, I thought, well, you know, you can agree that, you know, look at the bank balance, uh, we've got a debt problem, then you've got to be able to uh, create some sort of strategy for overcoming that so uh, thoughts here for uh, you know where you might just sort of settle things smile at each other and say okay let's deal with this together mm. yeah exactly well you raised two very important issues one is the avoidance issue um it, what i've found over the years is that a lot of people because 
these discussions around money can cause conflict, there's a huge number of people who will run from the conflict. They'll just avoid talking about it. And partly sometimes they may, may have felt they've had the same conversation over and over and they felt they've got nowhere. And so we tend to avoid it. Um, and, and when it comes to money, probably one of the greatest problems is procrastination and i say that as a financial planner because often people don't come and see me until they're in their mid 50s when they should really come and see me when they're in their mid 30s so that you know they can get themselves set up so avoidance won't work and the problem with avoidance is you'll also potentially compound a problem so if excessive debt is your problem the longer you allow that to go on the bigger the problem will be and may have very big negative consequences down the track you know bankruptcy and other things if you don't address it so you can't avoid it but then the other extreme is just as you say is two people coming together as though they're going to war that won't work as well so this is where I love the Bible because the Bible gives us this uh, template of what to do. And you come together and we we both agree, you know, this is assuming, of course, that, you know, you've got two Christian spouses um, that really we love God. We want to honor God with what he's given us. We acknowledge God as our provider and we desire to do things his way. So you need that as your starting point, because if you don't have that and you're both pulling in different directions, you're going to have you're going to run into trouble. So you need to have that biblical mindset to begin with. Once that's established, you can then go into the issues and work through it and, and ask ourselves, what is what does God say about these things? I mean, one of the you know, the reasons why you know we do this every Wednesday is because the Bible does speak so much on money as a topic, both as a heart issue, which is of course um, you know, it's a massive heart issue, but also because there are lots of practical wisdom in the Bible. You know, we've touched on debt many times, but the Bible warns that debt can lead to slavery and God doesn't want Christians enslaved to the world's economic system. And so that's why as a couple, we need to come together and say, right, okay, we need debt. We need a debt to buy a house and so forth. But how do we do it in a way that is not going to affect our ability to be generous? It's not going to enslave us. It's not going to affect, um, you know, it's not going to force us so we have to work so hard to you know bust our gut and to, to get ahead and just pay our pay our debts. So as I say, the the key issue here is to agree as a couple that God is our provider. We're gonna we want to do things His way. Learn what His way is on, on these different issues, and start applying that in our lives together as a couple. That that should be the model and the template. Now, I'm not suggesting this is an overnight thing. You know, as I say, we all come to marriage with different backgrounds and different experiences, but we need to come together on the agreement we want to do things God's way and we want to honour God with the resources he's given us. We want to glorify him and, and use the money in such a way that we'll achieve that together as a couple. So that's that kind of framework and thinking we need to put into um, to marriage and money. Wonderful stuff, Alex Cook. So if money has been the source of some level of conflict in your relationship. Uh, applying these sorts of biblical foundations and uh, love it when you say, you know, learn to love God, agree to put him first, honor him. Uh, He's the provider, desire to do things his way because you can turn the conflict around money into a strengthening factor for your relationship. Mm. So sometimes people think that money should be separate to my faith. You know, it doesn't, Mm. you know, he's God with uh, his hands on my money. 
uh, as you say, it's his money. And as soon as you get to a point like that, you're at a point where you can actually do something a little bit differently. But this idea of strengthening your marriage relationship around money, that's a different concept for a lot of people who've been finding that tension and conflict. Absolutely. And look, you made a really good point here about money and the impact on our faith. Um, there, I think the key reason why the Bible talks so much about money, something like 2,300-odd verses, uh, roughly 15% of Jesus' preaching, I think about 11 out of the 39 parables deal with money, wealth, and possessions. And I think the reason for that is very simple. God knew the profound impact that it would have on our relationships, uh, firstly with him, you know, uh, money can take you away from God uh, and equally money can, when it's put in its right, rightful place, can be a tool for doing good and for building God's kingdom. Uh, likewise, money, when it's not handled correctly and, and not thought of in the right terms, can have very negative impact on our relationships. Uh, equally, it can have a very enormously positive impact on our relationships and on our families and the ability to bless others. So, it's so important that from a faith perspective, we realize that money is very much a factor in our faith. How you handle money is often very much reflective of your spiritual maturity. You know, in, in, Christ, in the Christian world, we often say, you know, God is first in my life, but is he first with our money? You know, does your budget reflect, an, you know, honoring God? Does it reflect that God is first in your life? Are you giving out of your first fruit, so to speak? So there's all those kind of concepts um, that are critical. And if you can, you know, I think it was Billy Graham that once said, if you can get someone right with money, you'll get them right with many other aspects of their faith. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's a really important topic and a really important one for couples to work together um, to build themselves up in this area and build themselves up as a couple and to honour God with what he's given them. Alex Cook, always invaluable advice and uh, listening to your insights around God and money, just outstanding. Alex Cook is the founder of Wealth With Purpose, an expert on money, career in stockbroking, founded a successful financial planning practice. He's also the founder of Wealth With Purpose. You can find the Wealth With Purpose website wealthwithpurpose.com and lots of good free resources there. Follow Alex on Facebook and on Twitter. There's also an Ask Alex at wealthwithpurpose.com email too. Uh, Alex, just quickly before I let you go, you've got a webinar that's on tonight. Uh, what's the focus of it? Yeah, so look, um, we're very uh, blessed to be partnering with uh, Focus on the Family uh, to do this. Uh, they're the experts in communication, <laughs> yep. so they're going to be talking about that side of it, and I'll be talking about some of the practical money management side of things. Uh, and so it's a marriage and money webinar that's on at 8 p.m. tonight, Australian Eastern Standard Time. So if people are interested in that, they should just jump to the Wealth with Purpose website uh, and sign up to our newsletter, and we will email them the uh, the link for tonight's webinar wealthwithpurpose.com alex cook thanks so much for the great insights today on 2020 pleasure neil always great to be with you thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from vision christian media to find out more about us go to vision.org.au